0: Good I was going to say good morning. Good morning to whoever's <laughs> in the morning. Good morning Hello. to those in the UK. I think it's morning. It's like late morning. Like yeah, I don't know. Six hours, I think. Five, six I have hours. no idea. We're at lunchtime. Happy lunchtime to y'all in the UK. I don't think they know what y'all means. I don't think the there's world. anybody in the UK watching. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's not like everything we talk about is extremely American. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not at all. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Third Person Podcast. There's three people. There are three of us here. And there's a podcast. And in honor of the three people here, hit the thumbs up. Like, subscribe, follow. Before you move on to something else, do that now. Even if you stop watching right afterwards, I'm fine with that. You should stay tuned. Yes. we're, We're pretty fun. We've got stuff to talk about. We're a little are funny. we funny? I think we're yeah. funny, uh, I crack myself up. I'm not hearing you very much. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. Uh, yes, so welcome. We are here. We are going to talk about some stuff. And some things. We're here. You're there. We're everywhere. No, we're here. They're there are here you're there and the but sound is everywhere yes. mm-hmm. I totally realized uh, like Friday that I did not post the Spotify and iTunes audio versions sorry <sighs> it's because I usually do it after the show on Sunday and after the show on Sunday I went to wherever See, I went Nashville no Evansville Evansville why'd you go to Evansville uh, concert. Oh yeah, the Toby Mac or see me. Is I don't Williams? know who those are. Christian. Christian. Do you Wayne. remember DC Talk? No. Okay. Then you wouldn't remember Toby Mac. Anywho, we are here. I've said that a few times. We are awake. I took a nap earlier. I'm mostly awake. <laughs> yeah. Sean, awake. <laughs> All right. Cool. Are you at least alive? We Hold are alive. Hold on. Check. We are all you, alive. You don't know how to check for a pulse. There's like a specific place you gotta go on the neck. I, I, I just felt my heartbeat there, Matt. <laughs> I was checking your. You can check it right, here. Right, right you there. can check it there. Right between uh, the, it feels weird. Right I don't like, feeling my, own heart. I don't like feeling my blood pump. That but it's natural. Weird. It's natural. It, yeah, there's a lot of things that are natural that are gross. <laughs> Ugh, it just feels weird feeling my <laughs> vein go did you ever do that? We were talking about this today. Did you ever do the thing where you can make your vein go away? Like, so, there's little valves in your in your blood vessels that keep the blood from going backwards. Uh-huh. So, like, if you go, like, there's a valve here. So, if I go like this, you can make it go away. So, it's gone. Oh, And yeah. then you reach the valve. It... Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, I do not like that. <laughs> not a fan of that one. Not a fan of I like my veins to be working normally. That is normal. That's what the valve. I don't want for. to interrupt that. <laughs> They're doing important work. That is what the valve is there for—to make sure there's blood doesn't backflow indeed. <laughs> yeah. I don't like thinking about my blood doing things. It just needs to exist and keep me alive. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, let's see. We've got some stuff to talk. about. We got a Mexican fuel theft shooting got the first black cop in Birmingham died recently. Yes, not the first cop black cop to die. The first black cop yes has died. Yes. Uh of old age. Milk no cart shortages. Bus crash. Uh the world's first whole eye transplant. Cool. Exciting. That's a little freaky. Yeah. There it is. is. The yeah. Actor strike. And, and a, not and to be confused with the writer's strike. Right. And then a vampire virus. I like anything vampire, so... It's an alliteration. It's got to be good. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Alright, Sean, where are we starting, Sean? Oh, Sean picks. Oh, I pick, huh? Uh, roll, roll the dice. Where are we dropping? I don't think I have a dice amount. You have a dice, mount, don't have a dice th- amount? I don't think I have a dice have You don't have a seven-sided die? No. I'm sure I can ask Google to roll a D7. But I don't think people will it for that. Let's start with a vampire virus. So Starting okay. at the bottom. Starting at the bottom. Vampire virus. What? Loud.
1: All right.
0: So uh, this kind is a sound. story from Not the Bee. Uh, let's see. So if it's Not the Bee. Then what is it? It's not the bee. Well, the Bee is uh, satirical, so it's not real news. Not the Bee is actual news. Okay. Is it by the same people? I think so. That's fair. (laughs) But it's a real news story. The the B is fake stories, usually. Not the B is real stories that are just as weird sometimes. So uh, get ready to be a little more alarmed at the world in general, because now they have something called vampire viruses. Oh, proliferation in a while. Look at that. Uh, Scientists have observed vampire viruses for the first time Pathogens that latch onto other viruses in order to replicate themselves.
1: So, I researchers I have things. known
0: for decades, in <laughs> theory, that some viruses prey on other viruses. Right. So, I'm kind of okay with a virus attacking other viruses. It's like not like they're attacking healthy cells. I mean, it's they're not even attacking them. They're just like parasiting onto them in order to replicate. Yeah. Uh, now, under a microscope, a team of researchers in Maryland has watched this process that involves a satellite and helper virus. Symbiote host. This is never the kind of scientific discovery you want to celebrate. Discover the Higgs boson. Boson. Great. Crack the solution for gravitational propulsion. Eureka! Observe a vampire virus under a microscope. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Good. they look blue. Well, let's put this on the screen here. So this is a picture of the, the virus. Well, the like pink mold. thing is the vampire virus. The, the purple thing is the virus. Yeah, that's the purpley on one is the vampire virus. Look, it's kind, of, it's kind of latched onto the stem. Yes, he's a smaller guy. Uh, scientists discovered that the satellite virus contain a gene that allows them to integrate into the host cell's genetic material after they enter the cell. This enables the satellite to reproduce whenever a helper enters the cell from then on. As well, the host cell copies the satellite's DNA and its own when it divides. So when that cell decides it's time to replicate, it makes both. Yes. Interesting. Who knows where this discovery could lead? Uh, I'm sure somebody knows. Can we use the vampires to destroy nasty pathogens before said pathogens make a meal out of us? So, Using viruses to attack viruses. Chemical warfare, but on the chemicals. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we should treat them like all vampires. (laughs) Shed some light on them? I think that's the whole story. That's that's the end of the story. (laughs) Not a very long story, but I like the title of it. Alright, so we have, yeah, we have discovered viruses that latch on and say, this is my DNA now. We're just going to make me. But it gets to be smaller, because it doesn't have, all that, doesn't have to carry around all that reproductive stuff. Right, it just has <laughs> to carry around just enough of its own genetic material to latch on to the host, and then say, hey, you replicate this too. <laughs> just, just sneak <laughs> this in there. So it's not really hurting me not that we know of these, but we could weaponize it <laughs> well we can weaponize anything we've sh- we've proved that <laughs> we've weaponized the news the true american way yes there you go Vampire virus gone existed to be clear i meant weaponize against other viruses <laughs> now will it get weaponized the other way well, we've already weaponized viruses. <laughs> COVID. We just now have to do it in a way that doesn't, you know, explicitly break the Geneva Convention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what did they Excuse call me. it? What did that that uh, guy get in trouble for? He's like they defined the term because they were like changing. Oh. Oh, that was uh, Fauci. Yeah. What What was that term? Uh, gain of function. Research. Gain of function Which is, Yeah, we're gonna gain a function these vampires. There you go. We're gonna make that virus gain a function. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. Let's do. Let's do a bus crash. Oh yeah, more bad badness. Keep it on the down we'll low. Just, the badness we'll go all out of order here. There we go. This is from ABC News. One dead, 12 injured after Metro bus crashes into building in Seattle. Nice. Authorities. Why is there authorities in the title? I, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. So, uh, one person killed and 12 others were injured after a Metro bus co- ooh, excuse me, collided with a vehicle at a downtown Seattle intersection. Ran over a pedestrian <laughs> and crashed into a building. So, I've been in a city before. Mm-hmm. Those buses don't go very fast, like nope. downtown. Like unless they're how reenacting are you killing speed. twelve people. Okay, the guy they hit. Okay, understandable. But then to proceed, well, maybe to run he's o- the dead one, and there's only twelve injured. So how did you? I don't know. Okay, I don't know how you get injured. How does a bus go so fast that you're hitting a car and then running over a separate person and then crashing into a building? That just seems like a lot for a bus to do when it's going, like, 30 miles an hour, maybe. Yeah, Probably not even 30. Downtown is probably going, like, 10, 15 miles an hour. (coughs) Excuse me. Among the victims who survived the incident, one was in critical condition, and the rest are in stable condition, Seattle Fire Department said. There's one dead, one critical, and then the other 11 are fine. Uh, The crash unfolded near the Belltown section of Seattle around 3.30 p.m. local time, according to Seattle Police Department. King County Metro bus was traveling east when it collided with a red sedan headed south at the intersection of 5th Avenue and Battery Street. That's a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage. How fast was the bus going? The collision caused the metro bus to leave the roadway, crashing into a building near the intersection. Police detective Judina Gulpin said in a statement early Sunday, Gulpin said the bus struck and killed a woman who was walking outside the building that the bus crashed into. The woman, whose name was not immediately released, was pronounced dead at the scene. Getting hit by a bus will do that. Yes. The red sedan was also sent careening into the building and firefighters had to extricate the driver from the vehicle of extricate the driver a man
1: a man was a taken man.
0: by ambulance to harbor view medical center and he was in critical so he's the critical condition so the pedestrian is dead the driver's critical everyone on the bus is fine <laughs> yes <laughs> that's about what i expected <laughs> yes and the sedan driver yeah he's the yeah, driver. He's, he's the that's what i meant he's by he's he's the critical right? he's the critical the guy. bus driver's yeah, he, probably he, one of the 11 fine go. Gulpin said the bus driver and passengers all suffered minor non-life-threatening injuries and that the officers helped treat them at the scene. No one was inside the portion of the building impacted by the crash and there was no significant structural damage And to the building. They're still investigating the cause of the collision. Yeah, I'm thinking something with the bus driver. This tragic incident involving a vehicle and one of our buses is heartbreaking. King County Metro said in a statement, our primary concern is with the loss of life and the health of those who were injured. We're not able to provide further details at this early point in the investigation. We're working with first responders and offering our support to our community members, employees, and riders. There you go. How does it hit?
1: I just, I don't
0: get it. Yeah, I'm thinking something. like either driver be. was drunk or something, or foot got stuck on the gas or something. Something with the driver or with the bus. Because that's a lot. That's a lot of damage to. Yeah, and I feel I like bus drivers are probably, you, some, you know, told to be more cautious than normal. There's mm-hmm. the picture of the damage. From yeah, it's just a lot of damage on that bus. Well, okay. Well, the bus the hits the building. That's fine. The look, car looked rough. That's got to be, yeah. That's uh just walking down the sidewalk, and get hit by a bus, life over, game over. Hopefully it was quick. I mean, getting hit by a Sounds bus... Sounds like it was quick. Dead yeah. on a, When they got there, she was dead. And they're downtown, so the police probably weren't far far away. Probably not. Yeah. And I mean... Yeah, I mean, imagine getting pancaked from a bus in a building. That's like, have you ever heard stories of, like, in a big city, like, happen, this used to happen in New York all the time, like, uh, like someone walking down the sidewalk and something would fall from one of the skyscrapers and just kill kill someone. Happened all the time? Not all the time, but at least, like, once a year, once every couple of years, yeah. it be like a window air conditioner unit, something like that, would fall. Just take someone out. You'd never see it coming. And, you know, from a skyscraper, like, that that's fast. It's like winning the lottery, only a bad thing. <laughs> it's like, what are the odds? Astronomical. Astronomical. Astroglidical. But, I mean, you know, crazier things have happened. Like, the guy who got struck by lightning, like, three times, and then he died, and then his grave got struck by lightning. <laughs> like,
1: who did you piss off?
0: <laughs> who did you piss off in your past life? You got struck by lightning that yeah. many times. Yeah, I did. I've, there used to be, like I said, it would happen, like, usually in the summertime. There's usually an air conditioner unit. Somebody would be putting in an air conditioner, a window unit, and it would fall. But what, uh, back then, there was a lot more people walking the streets of the cities. Mm-hmm. Like, now it seems like when you go to a city, it's not that many people walking around. There's still quite a few. Yeah, not as much as you to be. I have nothing to When I used to go to New York City, it was, like, jam-packed. Like, and now it's just, like, it's scattered of people. I prefer it with less people. Yes, yes. Although, yeah, although I felt safer back then with, the, with a lot more people, I felt safer back then than I do now. Because now the people that are on the street are usually shooting something up their arm. <laughs> and with the big crowd <laughs> of people, you're less likely to get hit by an air conditioner. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, that's like the uh, when people jump off the top of a building and commit suicide. Like it's a very selfish way to go because odds are, expect like I said, if, if there's a crowded sidewalk, you're gonna take somebody out with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. That's a uh, bus crash in Seattle. Bush, bus, bus crash. A uh, bus. In Seattle. Crattle. A bus crash. Bus crash in Seattle shaking Yeah, shit. see, it's a bus crash. Alright. Let's keep it on the depressing, sad news. we uh, do that. Let's go to, let's go to Birmingham. Said no one ever. Was <laughs> <laughs> that book you had to read in public school, that uh, something goes to Birmingham? Oh, remember? I don't know, it was about a, it was... Depression? I, yeah, pretty much. It was about Birmingham. <laughs> I think their name started with a B. I've been to Birmingham when I was a truck driver. Sorry. So it's a, it, At least it was a sad place. <clears throat> it was, like, very run down. Sean's looking up Birmingham books. Mm-hmm. So, the Watsons go to Birmingham. I was so off with the name the Watsons. The Watsons. All right, Leroy Stover. Birmingham's first black police officer, dies at 90. Stover joined the force so, in 1966. So wow. 90, he's at 90, so in 33 he was born? Yeah. So he was 33 years old when he became a police officer. Kind of got a late start there. And he, he rose <laughs> to the rank of deputy chief. So he, he, he started late, but he made some moves. City of Birmingham's first black police officer Leroy Stover has died. He was
1: 90.
0: Birmingham's okay. police on Friday posted that Stover's death on posted about Stover's death on X, formerly known as Twitter. Can we just just say Twitter or just say X? Don't say both. Uh,
2: today, our hearts are
0: heavy as we mourn the loss of former deputy chief Leroy Stover. A, I like that name just kind of rolls off the tongue. It's a good name. As the first black officer to integrate the Birmingham force, his legacy and work at the Birmingham Police Department paved the way for others to follow in his footsteps. Stover died Thursday, AL.com reported. He was 90 years old. The police department did not share a cause of death. Funeral arrangements are pending. Dover joined the force in March of 1966 at the age of 33, we were right, we can do math, and rose to the rank of Deputy Chief. He retired in 98 with 32 years of service. There you go. Uh, Speaking of math, we need to apologize for last week with our 22,000 mile radius (laughs) diameter ball. (laughs) We were so... What did it end up actually being? 22 miles. Yeah, 22 miles, which is still a big ball, but... in case you didn't hear last week's show, uh, we were doing some off-the-top-of-our-head math. and um, talking about ants <laughs> on a ball. Yes, we were comparing <laughs> a, what size ball would you need to have an ant on that would be comparable to us on the planet Earth. And somehow, in our wackadoodle math, we came up with the ball had to be 22,000 miles wide, which I believe we figured out was wider than the Earth. No, just no, wider than America. Wider than America, yeah. So we were way, way off. Yeah, we had to be like ten times more than America, and we were way off.
1: Yeah. So we were, it,
0: right. it ended up that we were off by a thousand. It was 22 miles, not 22,000 miles. So Apologies. If, if you made some life decision based on that fact, you're stupid, but I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 if you made a life decision based on how big a ball would have to be for an ant to be human-sized, then... Yeah, like, you no, got, I could, probably I got kind of what you deserved at that point. What yes. life decision could you possibly make with that knowledge? But we nailed the math on Leroy Stover. We got that. I, I stand behind that math. That's good math. <laughs> uh, we offer our full condolences to the family and know that he would forever be in our hearts and minds, the police department's statement said. In 2021, while reflecting on his career, the Birmingham Police Department quoted Stover as saying, You live right, you achieve people right, right will follow you. Good quote. The Dallas County native was the valedictorian of his graduating class at Shiloh High School in Selma in 1952. Mm -hmm. Sorry, eyes are a little bad. Excuse me. He joined the U.S. Mm -hmm. Army and became a paratrooper first with the 82nd Airborne in the last year of the Korean War in 52 53. He was with the 187th Airborne Regimental Combat Team. Uh. <laughs> <You're right>. Yeah. <laughs> My mouth was just like, let's just... The news site reported. This is the news site. No, al.com. Is what reported it. Al.com? Yeah, I guess. Alabama. 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 Al Bundy? What? Huh? Married with children guys don't know married children. Good show. I, I know uh, some clips of it actually I think is, that is Al Bundy yeah. related to Ted Bundy? No, no relation. Al Bundy's a shoe salesman. Ted Bundy's not a shoe salesman. No. Well wasn't. The the father the grandfather and the father in uh what show is he in? Uh with he's got the the two gay guys Modern family? Yes, modern family. The the grandfather, father, guy, he was Al Bundy in, uh, what did I say, the name of the show was? Married with Children. Married with Children, yes. Let's see. All right, so that's that's that story. Leroy Stover, 90 years old, died of old age. Police officer not dying is good. Dying of natural causes. They didn't say natural causes, but they didn't say unnatural causes. So, at 90, I'm going to assume everything's a natural cause. Pretty much. The only thing not natural about dying at 90 is if another person is directly involved. (laughs) (coughs) And even then, you're like, well, they're 90, so. (laughs) It was going to be soon. Yeah. Uh, Do not kill old people. No, do not. Let's do... Let's do Mexican fuel theft shooting. What's some of the other stories we got? <clears throat> All right. So this is from last week. Gunman kills five people in an apparent dispute over fuel theft in central Mexico. By the way, have you seen the fuel prices around here? No. In a few places it got below three dollars. Nice. It's like two ninety ish. Two eighty something, two ninety something. I only have to put gas in my car like every two weeks, so I just don't really pay attention. I got gas at Sunoco last night. For, it was two eighty nine, and I had the Gas Buddy discount of five cents. So it's two eighty four. I have to fill it up every two weeks if I go to Indy every two weeks. Otherwise, Which you I haven't can, done it in a few weeks. I so. haven't because we've had just reasons to cancel. Yeah. So, uh, Mexico City. Dateline, Mexico City. Gunmen on motorcycles shot five men to death. To death, I say. I'm going to kill them to death. Saturday on the outskirts of the Mexican city of Puebla. Puebla, in, in Spanish, Puebla means town, so the Mexican city of town. That was Pueblo. It's just a female version. It's just The, oh, the Mexican city of, of woman town? Yes, of, of uh, feminine town. Do, 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 do. Oh, ten. you take me to do 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 Feminine town. Do 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 oh, you take me, me to do, do, do. Feminine Feminine town? It works just well enough. <laughs> you can shooting. add an extra syllable as long as the word yeah. sure. flows like that, you know? <clears throat> and in an apparent dispute over stolen fuel, authorities say. Oh, okay, so they didn't shoot people to steal fuel. They shoot them because they were arguing over stolen fuel? I don't know. Well they're on motorcycles. They don't need a lot of fuel to begin with. Yeah, but they have to fill it up more often. Depends on how far they gotta commute. <laughs> uh the Pueblo Police Department said the five victims appeared to have been guarding two gas tanker trucks when the attack occurred. So they were the victims were guards of a gas tanker truck. Could you imagine Making delivery, You're a deliver- your truck driver, and you make a delivery, and you've got to have five guards. For <laughs> Man, Sounds what like a, a nice town. Yeah. The, <coughs> I do not want to make a delivery to the city of town. <laughs> the city of feminine town. The city oh, of town, take, eat parentheses, eat, eat. feminine. The department said the attack was presumably for fuel theft. It said two of the victims had been arrested in October for alleged involvement in the explosion of a gas tanker truck. Though it gave no specifics on their role in that incident. Alright, now I'm confused. It said the five victims were guarding the truck. And now two of the victims were... It didn't say that they were guarding it in an official capacity. (laughs) Wait, I'm so confused. So they stole the fuel and (laughs) were guarding it. And then someone else came and shot them and stole the fuel back? I don't know. That's what I'm getting. Uh, no specifics on their role in that incident. Puebla is just east of Mexico City and has long been plagued by gangs that drill illegal taps into government pipelines to steal fuel. <laughs> wow, that's a great place to live. <coughs> I do not want to live in the city of town. <laughs> Shootouts between the gangs and authorities are not uncommon. Good to know. So it's like Chicago. But Mexico. It's Chicago with that yellow filter they put on TV shows. Yes, it's Chicago without the English. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to that story. No. But I, w- I would like to know more information on who was guarding what for what reasons, but I don't think we're going to get that. Yeah, no. That's just so weird. It's like, so these people stole it, and then someone else came and stole it back for a <laughs> different gang or whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Mexico go. is scary. I don't want to go. Yeah, I've never, never had an inkling to go to Mexico. I have a coworker that went to Mexico, and her stories are not all great. <laughs> like I would go to like, uh, like the resorts. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I can think of any off the top of my head, because you know, but like that they, they have like the tourist that resorts ahead? that no one, no one messes with, right? Because they're they're gated and guarded, and yeah, you don't, you're not seeing Mexico. You're seeing tourist Mexico. You're seeing, yeah, cottages and beaches, and yeah. And that's when that's when you go to that place, and they're like, "Don't leave the, don't leave the compound." I don't want to go to a place Any where ta- I have to go to a compound. Any place that they refer to as a compound isn't good, unless you own the compound, then it could be good. Uh, right, let's talk about this eyeball thing. Eyeball thing. Who put this on World's there? first whole. Who did? I barely it. it. <laughs> that's what I thought you said. <laughs> the world's first whole eye transplant. A and fun. partial face. Oh, that guy needs a face transplant. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the guy on the left, too. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. His face <laughs> is crooked and... No, no. well, he's the guy who got the transplant. I'm talking about the guy on the right, though. He. He reduced. looks like he already had a face. Tra- Hold on, let's put this up he, so people can see what we're talking about. He looks like... <laughs> that, Alright, let's pick on these guys a little bit. So he looks like that villain character that George Lopez played in uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Uh, I don't know that. He's just George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he looks like an evil George Lopez. Alright, the guy on the left has stroke face. He probably had the, the, the transplant. Which eye, Which eye do you think's the transplant? The one closed or the one open? The closed. Probably the closed. I'm going to go with closed. he probably has to keep it closed for a certain amount of time. I don't know, maybe. And that guy looks like a cross between. Definitely got some game show host vibes (laughs) in there. George Lopez as a used car salesman. Oh, yeah, used car salesman vibes. That's a nice looking suit, though. He's he's impeccably dressed. guessing he's the doctor. Uh, Partial face change. Yeah, oh. whole eye and partial face. So after receiving a whole eye and partial face transplant... he's got like a dent in his head. Uh, he couldn't fill that in while you... Get some putty and fill Aaron that in while you're in there? James <laughs> is getting a second chance at life after a severe high-voltage electrical accident. Mm-hmm. So a surgical team from New York University, NYU. Langone Health performed the world's first whole eye and partial face transplant for a 46-year-old military veteran from Arkansas who survived a work-related high-voltage electrical incident accident. The surgery included transplanting the entire left eye and a portion of the face from a single donor, making this the first-ever human whole-eye transplant in medical history and the only successful combined transplant case of its kind. Wow. While it is still unknown whether he will regain sight since the May 2023 (coughs) procedure, the transplanted left eye has shown remarkable signs of health, including direct blood flow to the retina, the area of the back of the eye that does all the processing. Although many questions remain in a case with no precedence, this groundbreaking achievement opens new possibilities for future advancement in vision therapies and related medical fields. So he, they transplanted the eye, because I guess there was something messed up with his eye that got hurt in an accident but they're not even sure that he's going to get vision in that eye. What do you think happened to his eye? He I think it got fried. Maybe it expo- exploded. Ooh. I think it just popped. It's possible. <laughs> pop like a grape. Uh, pop like a grape in a microwave. I don't know. Uh, I, if, if he gets vision back, then it's good. If he doesn't get vision back, I would have just went with the glass ball. Right. Because yeah. Just to be able to pop out your eyeball like a party trick is cool. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta figure out how to, how to, how to get out. You're always the cool guy if you could pop yeah. your eye out. It's even better if, like, if you can make it look like an accident, like have someone bump in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I would so if I ever got like a fake hand or something, I would, I would totally do that stuff. Just like <gasps> <gasps> lost my hand. People I want it, if you had a glass eye, I'd want him to attach it with like a bungee cord. So if, it, if it did pop when it popped out, it just kind of boing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, attach it to what, though? Oh, I don't know. Whatever's back there. What doing, there's, there's, no eyeball. Nothing, there's nothing back there. Yeah, well, there's the... Whatever <laughs> like, the eyeball attaches to, I don't know. I don't there's... want that to be no, pulled. No. <laughs> I don't want them pulling on that. <laughs> Did you imagine? It's, oh, it's not doing oh, you any you good. you still feel it. it. I don't think you'd feel it. Oh, yes, I don't think feel there's it. feelings in there. Oh, you'd create feelings in there. <laughs> I don't think there's nerve endings in there. <laughs> I'm sure your body could I wouldn't it. want to risk it. I don't think your body can make it. I think that's probably a disease of some kind. All right. Yes. Uh, About the procedure. The May 27th surgery lasted 21 hours and included a team of more than 140 surgeons. 140 140 surgeons, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. All right. Well, you can't get them all in a room. 21 (laughs) hours. They're not all in the room at the same time. They're taking shifts. That's still... All right. Time for some math hundred and forty doctors divided by twenty hours. Twenty one. What?
1: Seven 21 hours. hundred and forty divided yeah, well, by twenty one.
0: There's about six point six. So six or seven people in the room at a time. It still seems like a lot. No, it's really not because you can have like two two surgeons. Well, you've got the and anesthesiologist. All the you've got yeah yeah nurse. One or two nurses. And you've got, got, got the the sh- one that the one that hands you the scalpel when you say scalpel. That's a nurse. Well, I know. To say that's her job. Uh, You've got the nurse who's monitoring the health vitals. I mean the wounds are pretty big though. Like oh, that depends. I'm sure sure for an operation like this, they had a nice operating suite. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, blah blah blah. Yeah. The recipient, Aaron James of Hot Springs. I just want to interject. If I was gonna go under surgery, I would love to hear that there's 140 (laughs) doctors involved in it. Like, unironically, there's that many people interested in making sure this works. I feel great about it. I'd want to meet them all. First. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet them all afterwards. Thanks, thanks, no, thanks. I want to meet him beforehand. Before and after. Uh, <laughs> he survived a seventy-two hundred volt electric ow! shock, which so is was, a deadly amount. So he was a lineman. He worked on the lines. Okay, uh, when his face accidentally touched a live wire, despite. Multiple reconstructive surgeries, James had extensive injuries, including the loss of his left eye. Oh, it was his left eye, the one that was closed. Okay. Yeah. His dominant left arm from above the elbow. Entire nose and lips. Oh, oh I didn't even notice he didn't have an arm. Ugh. His entire nose and lips, front teeth, left cheek area, and chin down to the bone. Go back up. Can, we look, at, can we look at him? Is this a before? Bad to the bone. This is an after. It's so be if we go happen. back down, that's a before, and you can see that, like... No, that's after. No, that was that. No, you this see? is after. Is it? Not no. after the surgery, but it's definitely Maybe. after the accident. Let's see what the video is. Oh, it's just a normal day. Hot summer day. I we started just like we normally do. It was really hot. I guess we all just wasn't thinking a little straight. That day, it just, it just turned bad. I mean, we were only some truck
3: equipment. We got, in, we got into the line. Aaron James is a lineman, which means he works high-powered voltage. He reached over the bucket, the bucket was still going up, and when he leaned up, an exposed wire touched his face. And with the conduit of the wire in his arm, he lost his dominant left upper limb at the level of the humerus. Most people that sustain the type of injury that he sustained often do not survive this event.
2: When I got to the ER, they had someone actually come out and meet me. And he said, he's he's not going to look like what he looked like. He said he has a severe burn. I got in there and just, oh. I mean, I just stared oh like I did not know. I almost didn't even know how to feel because there was like every emotion, and I couldn't get one single emotion just to completely come out. All
0: right, so, wow, wow. So that's that's the before the operation. Yeah. So he got that whole beard with the face. I mean, that's a plus. Pretty righteous beard. He looks a whole lot better now than what he did. Oh, he yeah. looks so much better. He looks like a comic book villain right there. <laughs> he looks like a Deadpool before the mutation. <laughs> yes. But my, oh god, my god. like You don't appreciate it until you see the before, but that after, oh my god. Yeah. Go back up. There He's looking go. great. Oh, and look at that. Like I said, full beard. Oh my Not god. Not even the patchy Indian kind. That's Oof. a Wow, he must feel great. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's gonna feel great. Comparatively, comparatively.
2: One single emotion just to completely come out.
3: We're in the town of uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Uh, need, what's oh, up, stud? Good, yes. uh, How are you? Who's this lovely lady? Thank uh-huh. you. Mama. Yeah. Mom and mom. Like yeah. nice to, so nice to you. meet you. Nice to meet you. So thankful for you and what you're going to do for here. Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, we're all going to do it together. It's great to see all of you here. And some of you may be wondering why a physician comes to someone's home like this. It's not something that we commonly perform. So for us to see the community, the family, the environment, the resources that are available, because he's and try to recognize a face transplant. He's in a tough position.
1: In the beginning, when I even, the first time I met Dr. Rodriguez, I told my my brother, I said, he's the guy, he's he's, he's, the the one. I I never had any doubts. But Long Langone he's gonna make sure that everything that he he needs it, it's met and you'll feel so at home. Even though it's New York and working beside it'll be it'll be great. It's not, it's not home, but it's gonna be real close. Yeah. I mean
3: I never really I never had any doubts. But I don't know, it just,
1: it's just the same old, man. I know a big, big relief, you know.
0: Six that's more than 6.6 people in that room. <laughs> What's the maximum occupancy? Is it 141? <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. What, yeah, an improvement. what a glow-up. Yeah. He must... That's impressive. That must feel great. Going from... Let's see. the case. accident yeah. up to yeah. now, you know. And, okay, no, yeah, no. it
1: sucked. But, I mean, there's... Therapy will get that nothing
3: bad yeah. has yeah. come yeah. out of it. I couldn't no, yeah. ask for anything be better. My Everybody, body. <laughs> my family, friends, um, sure like
1: like Never, never, never stop, you know.
3: And I, I even said something right after my accident. I said, "Look, you know, if you if you want to leave, you know, I'm I'm She said, "No." She said, "We're we're in this to the end." If we can offer patients just yeah. a little bit of hope, it just means the.
0: You can't leave after. Even if you were thinking about leaving, after that you can't leave, because then you just seem like a real selfish jerk. <laughs> Oof. Big improvement for that guy. Yeah. My God. Infinitely an improvement. Well, we don't know what he looked like before, before the accident. We showed a picture of him before, before the accident. Did it? Yeah. Oh, we weren't You're paying, paying attention. attention. No, I didn't see it. I wasn't looking.
1: Uh,
0: he's been extremely motivated to regain the function of independence he lost after his injury. We couldn't have asked for a more perfect patient. We owe much of our success in this monumental endeavor to the expe- exceptional. exceptional institutional support we received at NYU Langone and the unwavering dedication of our world-class team, in delivering the highest level of care to our patients. Yeah. help. Texas surgeons were forced to remove his left eye after injury due to severe pain. So uh, June of 2022 is when he had the accident. Uh, Hold on. When they removed his eye, Dr. Rodriguez recommended that the optic nerve be cut as close to the eyeball as possible to preserve as much nerve length to maximize reconstructive options that's thinking ahead yes mm-hmm. um, Dr. Rodriguez and the family collectively made the decision to move ahead with the whole eye transplant in combination with the face understanding that it best that at best it may only provide cosmetic benefits but leave many unknowns Yeah He only had to wait months for an ideal donor. This is Dr. Rodriguez. This is his fifth face transplant. The first, first whole eye transplant. Yeah. I don't think it should count as like a first whole eye transplant unless it starts working. I mean, the I'm mean like, anybody the blood, could put a non-working eye in there. The blood flowing to it is good. It, it's already great because his body's not attacking. Yeah, uh, it's a good sign, but I'm saying, like, if he never gains use of the eye, I don't think it should count as, like, a, oh, first eye transplant. Like, I mean, it's, an, like, it's a transplant. Oh, we got our first brain transplant. I mean, it doesn't work, but, <laughs> but we transplanted the brain. I mean, if it doesn't actually work, it doesn't count. I mean, count. It, would, it would be the first known cosmetic eye transplant, I guess, if, if, it never, if his vision never comes back, because it is but that's, just cosmetic. Yeah, but point. we put in artificial eyes all the time. Well, not all the time. I mean, well, this is a human eye. I know, but again, if it doesn't work, then he could have been a glass eye there's no difference. It probably would have been cheaper <laughs> less dangerous I mean, the, all, the practically the only reason why they did it is that is because they've already he's already been taking a whole lot of drugs before for the, the
1: surgery-hmm
0: so it basically just add like a little risk. I get what, the I I mean, what they did I mean they attached it because they don't know what's going to happen. If it's the first, there's no way of knowing can this work? Can if they work? went into it knowing that it wasn't going to work, then why bother? Just use a glass eye. But no one's ever done it, so we don't know if it'll work or not. Yeah. I I hope his eye works. Well, yeah. I wish nothing but the best for James. Aaron, Aaron James. Aaron James. Uh, la 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 la. Yeah, they're just talking about the donor stuff. Yeah. A question of while cornea, cornea transplants have become relatively common, with thousands performed in the United States each year successfully, whole eye transplants to restore vision have remained elusive due to the complex nature of the eye and the challenges associated with nerve regeneration, immune rejection, and retinal blood flow. Ooh, they made Hot the decision. Take. Hot take. The human eye is intricate. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, they made the decision to combine the donor eye with donor bone marrow-derived adult stem cells uh, to work as, like, because, you know, those, stem, those cells, they kind of know the eye. Yeah. So yeah. Like they help fix everything. And they help your body not to reject it, too. Yeah. Makes sense. The first attempt of injecting adult stem cells into a human optic nerve during a transplant in the hopes of enhancing nerve regeneration. Oh yeah. This is, it's great. I'm sure it's a huge accomplishment medically. I yeah. really hope that... I wonder if the eye move, like, if he's got movement of the eye. Ooh, that's also a big one. Yeah. Glass eyes don't move. Do they? Don't move. No, they don't
1: move.
0: They shouldn't. Move. No, because they should pop right out. They're not. Yeah, they don't move. Glass eyes just look forward. That's your mad eye, Moody. Who? The guy from Harry Potter. His eye moves. Uh, because even if he can't see, it's still, it'd be cool if his eye just followed, like if it moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of words here. Yeah. There's a lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> many, uh, many words. I wish the best for Aaron James. Yes. We hope yeah. he can see someday. But I wouldn't. I don't count this as a successful transplant unless it actually works. But hey. The so That's just me. I am I have high standards. It's semi successful so far. Oh, well, no. It's only successful if it works. I got it in. I if mean, you change the engine out of the car and the new it. engine doesn't work, that's not a success. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, re- well, I realize <laughs> it's a big accomplishment, but I wouldn't call it a success unless it works. Well, his body isn't outright rejecting it, so. Yes. I think we've I'm, had less problems with that in general though, because we know how to tell the body don't fight this. Yeah, we've gotten better at especially with stem stuff. cells and stuff. Yeah. The bone marrow, I think, is the big thing for that. Yeah, the bone marrow stem cells is they can talk to the other to your body <sighs> cells and be like, hey, this is good. Let's let's work this out. Yeah, or like a cell union. <laughs> Speaking of unions. Speaking of you, oh, segue. Look at that. Not forced at all. The actor's strike yes. has ended. The so writer's strike ended in September. Yes. Now the writer, or the actor's strike just Something recently like ended on November. 9th. They were cleared to return to work on the 9th, three days ago. Yes. Uh, which means that Hollywood should no longer be at a standstill. Watch this. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. So. After 118 days on strike. Easy. Let's look at this. Let's play the video. Yeah.
2: Videos in the sag after union reached a deal to end one of the longest labor stri- strikes in Hollywood history. But- but it comes with a heavy economic cost. Heavy. Let's take a look by the numbers. The Actors Union and studios announced the $1 billion plus tentative deal last night, ending the 118 days long strike that had helped shut down Hollywood, the longest labor standoff percent. in the union's 90 years of existence. The SAG-AFTRA union represents 160,000 actors and entertainers who had gone to the picket lines over issues from compensation for streaming projects to protections from AI technology. Those issues have been addressed in the tentative deal, and the studios say the new contract will offer major compensation increases, including the largest increase in minimum wages for actors in the past 40 years. The end of the actor strike comes after the Writers Guild of America ended its own 148 days long strike in late September after winning a deal addressing similar concerns for its 11,500 members. The American movie and television industry is a 134 billion dollar business impacting some two million Americans who either work directly or indirectly in the industry. And the Hollywood economy took a beating during a dual strikes. One economist estimated the cost at some $6 billion in losses nationwide as the shutdown of entertainment productions went far beyond actors and writers, impacting everyone from crew members to caterers to publicists to local businesses working in and around the industry. And the economic pinch may just be starting for some in Hollywood as entertainment companies look to cut back on the number of shows and films that they order as they face mounting pressure of the skyrocketing costs of making that Hollywood magic.
0: There you go. Now, so hopefully that ends up being we get more quality content. Yeah. (laughs) I can hope. They said they won't be able to order as much because now they actually have to pay people. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <coughs> Let's see. But well, there is a new, uh, what was the one we saw today? The new Hunger Games oh, yeah. prequel coming out. Why? I don't know. I like Hunger Games. Yeah, i wh- why watch it. Why do they need a prequel? To show how the game's actually to, started. To show how the world got in that crazy place where you have Hunger Games. Okay. As long as it's not like some kind of weird prequel about Katniss. No. Different cast, different if, if it's about the origin of the 100 Games, that could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, anything else here? I wonder what the actors' minimum wage is. I don't know, but I know I know I read a little bit, and it's talking about like, uh, yeah, background actors' wages increase by eleven percent for the first year, and then four percent for the next two years. That's pretty close to what Ford got. Pretty close to what the UAW got. Yeah. So this is, you know, <coughs> this is a big thing for background actors. It's. Uh, I know background actors don't make a lot. Yeah. As it is. Uh, talking about AI and stuff, they were saying like we're not going to say you can't use AI. We just want things in place to protect the actors. Right. From you, like, you know, t- putting them in AI and then firing them. Yeah. From you cutting them out of the. The pay structure. Um, If you scroll back up a little bit, uh, right here, streaming services will pay bonuses to shows that reach certain levels of success. Uh, Bonuses that the union estimates will be about forty million dollars a year. Oh, so you're saying my Netflix subscription is going to go up? Probably. (laughs) Again, uh, and I did see another thing, uh, which was the. It was, like, intimacy choreographer or something. And it's for, like... Sex scenes. Sex scenes and stuff. They have a person whose entire job is to make sure that, like, no one is having any boundaries crossed. <laughs> and, like, everything is fine. Because apparently that's been a problem in the past, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that actors really enjoy having them on set. Sex scenes? The the intimacy people. <laughs> I can't remember what that second word actually is. I think it's on here somewhere. Uh, scroll up to the, towards the top. Uh, is there any more? Oh oh, there was there was, intimacy coordinator. They're just a choreographer for sex scenes. Cool. Uh, so, good for them. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Look forward to Hollywood spewing out more garbage. Maybe it'll be better quality garbage. Probably not. No. No, it won't. We probably would have got better quality if they let AI write the stories. I don't <laughs> know about that one. <laughs> AI is so not that good yet. Neither are the human writers. It's because the human writers want to make sequels and prequels and re- remakes. It's like yeah. it something original. Yeah. What's yeah. that? There's nothing original left. It's not their fault. Give me Robocop 8. <laughs> oh, I'd watch that. But it's just the exact same plot as the, as the original movie. Like, I, ju- I don't want, you to want anything changed. I just want you to re-release Robocop 1. They need to redo uh Mad Ma- or Max Headroom. You remember Max Headroom? No. Uh, that was uh the storyline was basically he was a I believe a, like a news reporter. I believe like an investigative reporter kind of thing. And somehow his consciousness got uploaded into what we would call the cloud now—it was different. You know, it was, it, they it made this in late the '80s, early '90s. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so like, and his body passed away, or whatever got killed. I don't remember. And uh, so he basically would like show up on people's TVs and start talking to them and like guiding them to the truth. You know, to find the truth. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. It was. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. I I just I thought, so this is very little to do with Max Hedrum, but we've mentioned RoboCop, and now it reminded me. So there was a RoboCop game that came out recently, RoboCop Rogue City. It's really fun. It's like a little arcade shooter, because you're a RoboCop. And it's like original RoboCop. They even got the original uh, uh, actor to voice him. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, like, you have one walking speed. It's, it's RoboCop. You can't crouch. You can't jump. It's very, just, you're walking in, and you are you're taking names cuz you're robocop um and i was reading the description of the game cuz i was trying to figure out like does this take place like during the movie after the movie whatever and it's like this takes place in between robocop 2 and 3 like, i didn't know there was a third robocop <laughs> wait is a third robocop yes and this like what a weird time to put your game this is in between 2 and 3 yeah
1: Oh, the best right. bits ever. So here's a
0: YouTube video with the best bits of, of Max Headroom. I love Max Headroom, but I think this is one of those shows that with the with the technology we have today, with the CGI and stuff, it it could do a, a lot. It, it would do a lot. to do AI. What you do. AI. Him. Yeah.
3: This is my Max Headroom. And what you're about to witness is one of the most sinister-sounding intros to a trailer to one of the greatest epics ever produced in the history of t- t- television. And there's more, because you are going to see it as well. Yes, it. Yes, it. Yes, namely, the Max Headroom Different story. <sighs> and uh- afterwards, that is directly following. I want to talk to you about something even bigger, namely, my Ma- Ma- Max Headroom. So, sit back, relax. And enjoy my film. Warum haben die Deutschen so eine Hartleiter-Sparte? Das Nünze-Hach, Hach, Hach. Ich war in einem deutschen Rastab. Und der Oberbrockner mir einer Nappa. Flip 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 flops, flip flops, flip flops, flip flop flops, 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 flops. Great. If you see me, give me a wave. I love to see style. I also enjoy a good laugh. Well, these rock things are all very well if you like them. But, you know, no ordinary people like you and... Well, ordinary people like you oughtn't to be afraid to speak up for classical music.
0: So like so this is how he would show up on the on the T V screens. But it was it was a dy- dystopian future where like there was just random T V screens like, like he'd be walking down like some back alley. Somebody'd be walking down a back alley there'd be like a TV screen just <laughs> <laughs> I love those <laughs> I love those dystopian. I love a good worlds. dystopian future. Just
3: <laughs> and, I need to go back to And of course, he could write for all sorts of voices. Sopranos, 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 Altos, you name it. <laughs> and here's how it works. I'm going to ask you four questions about the film you've just seen. Four questions, they're not difficult, but being able to count to four helps. Ready? Good! During one of my my, my my early broadcasts in the film, I made a little joke. about haven't been such a. <laughs> <gotten>. <laughs> Another dipstick stick coming. No, no, they've tried this one before, and I'm radial tired of it. If they expect me to change gear now and start spark, spark, spark plugging their products, they must be out of their piss, piss, piston heads. Listen, I don't like to blow my own gasket, but I have better things to do than to sit here and wax polish lyrical about car parts. Car timing belt again.
1: Sticks shifted in their exhaust.
3: Written all over it. I'll eat my invitation to the (laughs) award (laughs)
1: ceremony.
0: Touch. Like I know it's not Jim Carrey, but I mean, those are yeah. And some of those are like, like for a while for a year or so. Like when that show first came out, he was like he would do like like late night talk show like like they lower a TV. He'd do interviews and stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't know who that actor is, but I like his style. Yeah, I like a good I like a good Jim Carrey style comedian. That was Max Headroom. Yeah, I'll have to go back and binge watch that after I'm done with the Expanse. Interesting. this thing is also on Amazon. Huh? It's also on oh, Amazon. There you go. Amazon's good because I can download it and not have to use my data. That's true. Data, data, data. Data. Uh, data. That is all the stories we had. I think. Right? Is uh, there one more? Oh, we do have. We have milk cartons. We have milk cartons. <laughs> Or rather, we don't. Yes, we have a lack of milk. I don't. Know. When's the? I don't know. We always get milk jugs, so I don't yes. know. this is for about schools. Yes, so uh, milk carton shortage hits high school lunchrooms in New York, California, and other states. That's what we call America. I <laughs> New York, California, and the other forty-eight. And the other forty-eight states. A shortage of half pint milk cartons. Shortage, shortage. Shortage of, of half, half pints. Pint. We need some more half-pints around here. (laughs) Is affecting school meals in cafeterias across the United States, New York, California, and the other states. School (laughs) officials from New York to California are scrambling for backup options after a main supplier of cartons said demand has outstripped supply. The tiny half-pint cartons of milk served with millions of school lunches nationwide may soon be scarce in some cafeterias. Districts across the country scrambling to find alternatives they are scrambling again. Again got to use your thesaurus to find another word for scramble. Okay, so The problem is not a shortage of milk itself, but the cardboard cartons used to package and serve it, according to dairy industry suppliers and state officials. How do you want out of cardboard? <laughs> well, it's very <laughs> highly processed cardboard. they got to put that plasticky film on it.
1: <laughs> Still.
0: Yeah, but they ha- they have, like, little half point plastic thing, plastic milk jug, like milk bottles. Just get that. Look at the bag Pac- of milks. Pactive Evergreen of Lake Forest, Illinois, which bills itself as the leading manufacturer of fresh food and beverage packaging in North America. Well, congratulations! What a not to toot our own horn, but we are the leading manufacturer of fresh, fresh and food <laughs> and beverage packaging <laughs> in North America. Acknowledged in a statement Friday that it continues to face significantly higher than projected demand for its milk cartons. So then project higher. How how do you not project correctly? You know how many kids are gonna go to school every year. It's not like it's not oh my god, the number changed. I'm I'm sure the number only, you know, fluctuates so much. Yeah. Why would you How do you underprepare that much? I, I know how. They're like, Well last year with COVID we didn't need as many. <laughs> we thought it would continue like that. Oh wait, COVID's done. I bet they didn't hire back their yeah. Either. yeah, don't blame it on the employee for it. Blame it on projections. Yeah. The shortage is affecting a company's ability to fully supply some school milk orders, according to Matt Herrick, spokesperson for the International Dairy Foods Association. IDFA. IDFA, yes. Uh, school those officials in New York, Pennsylvania, California, and Washington State... states other than New York, California. ...said they were preparing for a shortage. How? while the U.S. Department of Agriculture acknowledged that the supply chain problem affects multiple states. Okay, I get... Just give him a Coke. <laughs> give him a water. Like, Gatorade? Because some, some parents are really obsessive about not letting their kids drink like anything. Yeah. And California State Education told schools to be flexible with how they offer milk to kids. Including limiting milk choices. I just pictured, like, you line the kids up against a wall and you get one of those spray (laughs) pumps. Open up. Yeah. You're providing (laughs) milk using bulk dispensers. It's like a hose. We just go the Canadian route. Just make a game out of it. No, go the Canadian route. We'll just have bagged milk. Oh, there you go. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, there's other options than those waxy cardboard... There's a lot more options. The carton shortage could also affect milk and juice served in hospitals, nursing homes, and prisons. But juice doesn't come in cartons. It comes in the little cups with the little the straw? peel-off top. It's got, no, the they foil. Come a little... it's got like a foil top. No, I'm not. I'm t- no, they're talking about the box, juice boxes. Oh, I don't know about a juice box. I guess it's oh. the same material as milk cartons. But, I mean, usually, when I worked at the hospital anyway, or like when you get those little, it's like a little... It's almost like the size of like a fruit cup it has got juice in it. And you peel off the foil top and just drink it. I don't know, that's how we always got it. Uh, so they, they plan to provide small bottles of water or cups of milk with lids. In Lake Stevens, Washington, chocolate milk was missing from this week's dairy delivery. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only complaint we received from students, she said in an email. Is, Where's our chocolate milk? I would be upset. I prefer my milk in the chocolate milk. Milk is required to be served with school meals. Really? Huh. Why? You know milk's not even that good for you? I, it's actually bad for you almost. because yeah, it's not human milk. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. like a... That's why so many people are lactose intolerant, because yeah. technically we weren't ever meant to be drinking milk from cows. I actually just learned that, like, this year. Oh, I've known that. I probably had heard it at some point, but I never really never really registered with I learned it yet. pretty quickly because it was my way of explaining why I don't like milk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but now it's required, so, so it's nice, nice to know. Now
0: the USDA is uh issuing a memo allowing districts to serve different types or sizes of milk <laughs> or to skip milk altogether. I want it to be known that whenever I went whenever I got my lunch through the school, I don't think I ever picked up milk.
1: <laughs> we have an audience. An audience?
0: Audience. Yes, a singular audience. <laughs> this podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I was trying to see. It's required to be served with school meals, but not necessarily required to be consumed. I have no idea. All right, uh, and that's our last story, anyway. So mm-hmm. you need different options for milk because there's no cartons anymore. Or maybe don't force milk. <laughs> don't make a requirement. It's <laughs> so weird. I don't know. What I have here. no idea. All right. the uh, milk. <sighs> not you. No, you're not. That weird. Yes. On that note. I don't know about that one. On that <laughs> note, I think we'll call it a night. We'll call it an evening. Yes.
1: Uh yeah.
0: Uh we'll be back next Sunday, five PM. Same ish. bat time, same bat channel. Yes. Uh don't forget to hit the thumbs up, like and subscribe. Uh follow. Follow. I don't know what other options are. Uh about it. I, I will I will yeah, attempt yeah. to put the audio version up this week. Sorry but I didn't do it last week. Maybe I'll put both up. Ooh.
1: Ooh.
0: I think I have to do last week's this week or else it, it gets deleted off Restream. I have to download it from Restream because I think it only lasts like two weeks and then it deletes old episodes. Ah. Mm-hmm. On my in the storage on Restream. Uh, so everybody have a great week. We will see you back here on Sunday. No live chats this week. I'm very depressed. Oh well. And yeah, have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I just help if I had the outro ready. And, Smile and wave, cue boys. the music. <laughs>